Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. We're still here. Welcome aboard our Father's Day Fern Fest weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2023. On Saturday morning, June 17th, we are live. Sunday afternoon, the 18th, is a rebroadcast. And we'll have a podcast for you to pick up whatever portion, if not all of the show, that you can't listen to live. Glad to have you here. We this weekend is myself. And Eitan Rubini. I am the president of the Victoria McIntosh Users Group and the owner-operator of Maxin Consulting. You were supposed to be here last weekend. I was supposed to be here last week. But, but you had a good excuse? I had a great excuse. I was over in Vancouver uh, bending wrists and bending, getting my own wrists bent with some... Uh, Better uh, explain that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been doing a uh, traditional Japanese jiu-jitsu for about 20 years. And uh, so it was uh, one of our biannual... Uh, get-togethers, oh, cool. and so, yeah, it was probably about 25 of us from all over Western Canada, and, um, yeah, I have a I have a little school up in Langford. I did. Oh, I yeah, so Thursdays and Sundays, yeah, we uh, train and teach. Cool. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Brian is here as well. Brian Pavlicic, our technical producer and more. Did you know he was a jiu-jitsu? What, what, what do we call you? Jiu-jitsu? Uh, instructor. Instructor. Yeah, there you go. Do okay. they have colored belts like? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, very much so. so yeah, so I've, I've got a yeah second-degree black belt. I'm studying my third-degree okay. curriculum. So. Don't get him angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cool. I'm Googling you now, Aitan. Do you have a website for your yeah, school? Yeah, it's uh, Jiu-Jitsu Victoria. So J-U-J-U. Yeah, it's that one. Second one down. Oh. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu Victoria, well, Victoria Study Group. There you go. Once we get to learn. Yeah, J-U-J-U-T-S-U-Victoria.com. Okay. Yeah. We will put that one in there. Add that to your little profile. If you go to shownotes.ca... S-H-O-W-N-O-T-E-S dot C-A. For those of you that haven't already, I know many of you have, you will see Atan's face is there along with his contact info. And also one of the cool things that Atan does, if you have a used Mac, iPhone, or iPad, Atan will refurbish it and supply it to Bridges for Women for use by women rebuilding their lives after leaving an abusive relationship. How many years have you been doing that? Uh, probably about, I think it's coming up to eight years now. Yeah, well, we, do, we probably provide them, you know, anywhere from 18 to 30 yeah. a year. Uh, re- just recently, though, we actually got um, uh, a large company here in Victoria, mm-hmm. who I have to keep nameless, yeah. um, donated almost 50 Mac laptops that are... Five zero? Five zero. Wow. That were, yeah, just slowly in the process of yep. picking them up and working on them. And mm-hmm. you know, none of them are older than 2015. So I was going to say, because this has changed over the years yep. as technology has moved on, what's the sort of threshold where, thank you, but that's too old? Well, um, at the moment still, well, we're not, let me put it this way. I'm not doing iPhones anymore. Okay. Um, just because there are too many complexities with batteries and things like that. Uh, okay. and so and the occasional, the the occasional yep. iPad. Um, but uh, generally, a 2012 and up, yeah, 2012 and up iMac or Mac will uh, will do well because at least those can still run Catalina. It may not be the best, but it's still a functional operating okay. system. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know they can still be used. If it's one of the thicker iMacs, mm-hmm. then no, we can't take those. But you know, it's got to be useful yep. as a as a web browsing tool. Yep. Cool. And that will segue into one of the reasons that I know you wanted to be on last weekend because of all the uh, the big announcements um, from Apple. But just before we get into that, we have some really good uh, specials that we have found, both hardware 
and also for mobile phone plans. That continues to change. We also have some awesome news for those of you that are on the Shaw $0 plan when you migrate to Rogers. They've made a key change that we'll talk about. That's in the show notes as well. Unfortunately, also a whole raft of um, new scams or variations on old themes that we will go through. They are pictured there. So uh, while we're chatting here, uh, we encourage you, please do take a look at the show notes down at the very bottom. There's also a couple really cool pictures unrelated to anything else and some great homework videos. But yes, so when Apple did their big dog and pony show last weekend on the show, we covered uh, as many as we could of the big improvements coming with iOS 17 for iPhones and iPad OS 17 and the new Mac OS Sonoma. But we left the hardware for you. So what impressed you the most out of the new offerings that Apple provided? Well, uh, I mean... Not to sound like a foregone conclusion, obviously the the Vision Pro was the one thing that kind of stood out for myself and for a lot of people. Um, the what stood out the most for me, hardware wise, is the fact that you know the the they kind of rushed through all the Mac announcements, and most of the announcements that they made were. Uh, obvious transitions. Um, we were waiting for the MacBook Air to come out in a 15-inch um, format for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 14-inch and 16-inch MacBook Pros are very cemented in their direction, so having a 13 and a 15 uh, for the consumer line is amazing. But If you missed this, so Apple's released new 13 and 15-inch MacBook Airs powered by the Blazing Faft M2 chips which bring up to 18 hours of battery life uh-huh. and a fanless design. Yeah. So that's in a major, from a geeky point of view, that's a major accomplishment to be able to get that much power, that much battery life, and not have a fan whirring away and you not know, have it melt you. When, when they introduce the Apple Silicon, and as they've been introducing their upgrades, you know, they've been doing a lot of comparisons uh, against Intel, obviously, because that's a platform that they were yeah. on before. Uh, but the biggest selling point that they had was the, the was the performance levels that they could reach at the power consumptions level uh, levels that they were achieving. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of their biggest selling points was the fact that you know we popped this chip in, and then all of a sudden, using exactly the same battery, we're getting eighteen hours as opposed yeah. to the you know eight to ten that we were getting before. Up to twice as fast than a laptop powered by an Intel i seven chip, and even for their own, one point four times faster than current MacBooks, 12 times faster than Intel-powered MacBooks. That's crazy. It is, you know. But uh, the thing is, is that that technology also has enabled uh, what they've been able to do with the Vision Pro, right? So they've custom designed two chips inside the Vision Pro. This is their augmented reality headset that'll be coming to the U.S. next year. Um, So the the amount of processing power that you actually have inside this headset... Mm -hmm. Yeah. is equivalent to what they're getting uh, what they're getting off of um, off of their iPad pros and things like yeah. that so it's very impressive that they've been able to do that and you can see that this has been on their roadmap for a long time the 13 inch MacBook air starts at 1449 Canadian the 15 inch model starts at 1749 and Brian the one key thing to remember the trade-off not really a trade-off, the thing you need to be aware, these M2 chips, the way they make these so super fast mm-hmm. is they micro-solder the keyboard, the RAM, and the memory right on to the motherboard. So if anything mm-hmm. goes wrong, you are buying yourself a new Mac. So please, 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 if you're going to get one, make sure you get Apple Care Plus. 
Yeah, you know, uh, Apple Care is is one of those things where most of the time, the only the only real reason you're buying Apple Care is to protect the display, the display ribbon, mm-hmm. and the battery. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, the the keyboards have been you know they've gone through their transitions, um, but most of the time, I've, I've haven't seen very many logic board failures yeah. over the years. Maybe you know one or two out of thousands of laptops yeah so uh but apple care is great because if you have to replace a display or anything like that then uh then you know it can be extraordinarily expensive yeah uh, and they also cover accidental damage as exactly. well so you pay a small administrative fee if you've broken the screen or something like that if you've spilled liquid on it that's the real big one because keyboards previously were relatively easy to replace but now that they're micro soldered on they're not if yep. you spill liquid on it, then you're replacing your, or they are, or you are. Somebody's replacing your MacBook. So that's really important. People say, oh, well, I'll just get a new keyboard and chalk that one up to experience. No. Yeah, no. Well, no. The, the, the keyboards are part of a top case. So yep. if you have to replace the keyboard, you're replacing the, the entire speaker system, the keyboard, and the battery. Yeah. Right. So it's a five to six hundred dollar bill. Yeah. So that's why I do that one yep. there. Apple's also released a new Mac Studio, which delivers next gen power in the form of the lightning fast M2 Max and the boundary breaking M2 Ultra chip. This is this is geeky, but up to three point six times faster graphics performance mm-hmm. compared to the current model. Yeah. You know, just think if we said, okay, we're going to take away your car, we're going to give you a brand new model, and it's three point six times faster. Or more power efficient. In one year. We're not yeah. talking like taking your 2010 and replacing it. We're talking yeah. about taking your 22 and replacing it with 20. That's amazing accomplishment. Well, uh, the biggest, the, their biggest achievement has been the fact that uh, they've, they've really broken away from uh, the model bear. And, you know, this has caused a bit of consternation for some pro-level users, particularly with the Mac Pro that they, uh, that yes. they announced too. Wow. Uh, you can't upgrade the RAM on these things. <laughs> but at the same time too, if you're specking them out, properly for your needs, mm-hmm. uh, you really shouldn't have to. The unified RAM, so this is, the RAM is the thinking space versus yeah. the storage space, memory. right? Yeah. So the the RAM is actually part of the same die. Yeah. So the, the chip is etched. These chips are basically enormous. They have the, you've got the processors, you've got the graphics processors, you've got, you've got the memory, mm-hmm. uh, all in line on the same, on the same, Pipeline on the same thing. Yeah. So, uh, what the the reason why this works, <coughs> excuse me, is and why they call it unified RAM is because the the memory is so fast and so accessible to the processors yeah. uh, that they don't have the same kind of lag that they do on normal computers, whereby you've got the processor, you've got the CPU, you've got the GPU, the, which is a graphics yeah. processor, then you've got the memory. Uh, they can't. Other traditional platforms can't move uh, right. information around it's, fast enough. Yeah. So, you know, we're getting things like 800 to 1,000 megabytes, uh, sorry, gigabytes per yeah. second through. I mean, the new Mac so, Pro, which starts, uh, admittedly, at $9,000 Canadian, so yeah. I don't know if there's anybody listening to us today that will be getting one, mm-hmm. but nevertheless, just so you understand what Etan's saying here, it'll allow movie creators to render projects at home that could previously only be done in a $40,000 or higher studio machine. Not only that, but in one-eighth of the time. Right. So when you're watching that blockbuster movie... 
were animated or otherwise, and you see one of those scenes that took them, you know, seven days to do, yep. no. Now that's going to be done in a couple hours in somebody's home in their PJs. And I think what, one of the specs that they, uh, that they uh, boasted about was that you can simultaneously edit 22 8K video streams. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're doing ProRes, which is the highest quality, like the equivalent of RAW, for photos, mm-hmm. Brian, you can do up to eight streams of ProRes on eight <laughs> screens at the same time because it's got seventy-six cores. That's like seventy-six oh computers. Run one. off of one, run off of one computer. And for the Ultra, yeah. what they did is they took uh, two Max processors with with their RAM and everything, and bonded them together. Yeah. So they're actually literally fused like, them together. Literally, they, yeah. You know, they have a they have a. Um, pipeline between the two of them. So if you're wondering why we're telling you about this, because this technology, these quantum leaps forward, are going to filter down Mm -hmm. to all the other things. Down eventually, the the advances will filter down to iPhones and iPads, the consumer level stuff. So it is amazing technology. I put links into the show notes, 15 A, B, and C for the MacBook Airs, the Mac Studio, and the Mac Pro. Even if you're not going to buy one, I encourage you to go yeah. take a look and see what's happening. And later on, you know, we can talk about one of the questions that I often get is what computer I should buy with yep. this new landscape so we can come exactly. back to that. And the same thing with iPhones and yep. iPads as well. Okay, Saturday morning we are live, especially when you've got questions because you've got two great Mac users here with Atan and Brian. I'll handle the Windows stuff. We'll get you one day, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Star yeah. 1070 on a mobile phone. Uh, 250-386-1161 on a home phone. Text to 107010. You have to be within Canada. If you're visiting us from USA for Father's Day or something, that won't work. But 107010 by text. Please include your first name somewhere in the message. And emails still work to techtalk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K at cfax1070.com. When we come back, we'll take some calls and emails. And we'll also tell you about the important key great change that Rogers has made for people migrating over from Shaw Mobile on the $0 plan. Continue on Tech Talk for Fern Fest weekend. Got a text about that saying, is this because they love ferns? No, this is not that. Sorry. <laughs> I know we that was the garden show that comes on before us on Saturday for the ferns. This is Fernwood Fest, if you think of that, happening uh, Saturday and Sunday at Fernwood Square down there. It's quite a really cool thing. They, they, they really go to town on this. The entire community turns out for that. If you've never been there, Fernwood. Fernwood and Grant right next to my old alma mater, the dramatically, seismically retrofitting in progress of, of Vic High. But you'll, you'll see the crowds there. Try and take a bus or walk uh, if you can, or you're going to be parking a fair ways away because it's a cool little neighborhood. That is going on this weekend as well as Father's Day as well. Okay, a couple key things here. I love this. So, uh, HM, we've gone through so much stuff in the last few weeks. It's changed like literally every week the migration from people moving off Shaw Mobile onto Rogers, which has bought Shaw, and Shaw Mobile will disappear over time. So they started sending out emails. So I've created separate notes with all the info. If you're on Shaw Mobile, all your options and requirements, look for a Shaw Mobile migration tab. Uh, when you're looking at the show notes, either mostly on the left, but depending on your device and browser, it could be up at the top. But look for that one. I've put all the links there. But I've made one really important change to it. I'm happy to report this. If you're on the Shaw Mobile $0 plan with no monthly data, 
because Rogers doesn't have an equivalent plan, we were telling you that they would bump you up to a one gigabyte a month plan at zero dollars, much better coverage, but only for one year. Well, they've changed their mind and they're guaranteeing the same five-year price, in this case zero, as the other plans that are migrating. Hmm. Amazing. So, yeah, so you're paying nothing now. You're going to pay nothing on Rogers, better coverage, but you're going to get a gigabyte of data per month so you don't have to worry about buying it. And they're going to guarantee that for five years. That's a $600 saving. That's amazing. What I don't know is for people like myself who migrated a number over when it was one year, can I go back in and say, wait, can you redo that and give me the five years as well? I don't know. I will find that out later this afternoon and put that answer into the show notes, mm. and we'll talk about it next week. Fantastic. Yeah, that's a really good one there. So that that's a really key thing, all the other options. So you have somebody that's, uh, that's on the 25-gig plan? Yeah, so, um, yeah, my son was originally using the free plan. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were paying $10 a month for one gig of data. Mm-hmm. And he was just running out all the time. It wasn't practical. He was constantly saying, you know, when does my thing <laughs> renew? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we put him on um, a $40 a month. 25 gig plan. 25 gig plan. I called up Shaw Mobile yeah. and yeah. I said, look, uh, I need more. What's the best deal that you can get me? Uh, because it wasn't showing up on the website. Right. At all. And it, I was convinced there had to be something better. So I called them up and they said, look, we've got a $40 plan, 25 gigs. And um, yeah. So the just, good news is... They if added, you, the, added that on too. If so. you take him and the phone down mm-hmm. to Rogers, mm-hmm. they will convert that over to a Rogers plan so you get better coverage. Mm-hmm. Your rate will be guaranteed for five years. But Brian, as we talked about this last week, you're going to get Canada-US coverage and roaming at right. no extra charge. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a limited time thing. This stuff has been changing every week. So quite often on this show, when we find deals for you, we tell you, please don't wait. So this is one of those, please don't wait. I don't want you to call in next week and say they don't have that anymore. So it's really a changing landscape because this is what we wanted to happen with Rogers buying Shaw. We wanted it to spur competition, and it already has. I know many of you, thanks for the feedback of lots of people have called. If you go to the U.S. often, Freedom Mobile, which is owned by Quebec-based Videotron, is offering a $50 a month plan, which gives you 40 gigs of data per month and unlimited calling and global texting and picture messaging, and the plan covers both Canada and the U.S. So Rogers in Canada, ATT in the U.S., and you will get to keep that rate until you change it or cancel it. So it's not even like a five-year guarantee, it's grandfathered in there. Right, so they're doing the best they can to live up to their promise that yeah, better cellular rates for Canadians. Yep, there we go. Sounds and, like it. <laughs> and there is one other one there as well. Rogers budget brand Fido is offering 20 gigs of 4G LTE data with Canada-wide calling and texting for $39 a month when you bring your own phone. That is available for sure this weekend only at Fido stores and kiosks. Okay, that one won't be there on Tuesday. Mm. So that's third. So if you're not a big data user, that gives you a ton. Looking forward, 20 gigs. That's the cheapest price I could find was $39 worth without some compromises. Mm-hmm. That's a really good deal. So you don't have to buy a new phone. This is take your own phone in there. I'll switch over so you're on the uh, 4G LTE network. And that's Canada-wide calling and texting. So that's Fantastic. one other option there. That's great. Uh, One last thing. This came in near the end of the show, so I said I would research it last week, and we did. Uh, 
Freedom Mobile is offering an annual prepaid plan, so you pay up front, but the rate is really good. Unlimited Canada-wide calling and texting plus 12 gigs of data per year for $179. So that works out to $14.91 per month. But the thing is, they give you the data all up front. Here's your year's worth of data, 12 gigs. Whether you use that in the first month or you still have six gigs left at the end of the year, totally up to you. So instead of getting a gig a month, and like your son's saying, mm. we're getting close, they give it to you up front. So if you're going on a trip where you're going to use more data, yeah. visiting the prairies or something, then you're totally covered. But so. the, the, the flip side of that is also true. If you use it up, then you're, you're going to be paying $10 through the a, nose. No, yeah. no, it's at $10 a gig if yeah, you but go that's, over. That's expensive. Yeah. You know. $10 a gig is, is expensive by today's standards. It's pretty easy to chew through that. But yeah. For, but I mean, but this is, that's in the context of the people that are getting the 20, 30, 50, you know, 50 gig yeah. plans. Yeah. For the people that want to have as minimal as you can, but still want data while they're yes. out, yeah. that's kind of the going rate is the cheapest you can get like yeah. by the gig data. So, so yeah, I mean, for, I, for the people that are getting that <coughs> plan, that seems to be okay. The, yeah. the challenge with that is that a lot of people who are in the, who are want to have this minimal data usage and keep their cellular usage low, yeah. mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have the expertise and the skill set to be able to go in and turn off all of their cellular features. Yes. Right. So Get they may to help unwittingly you. Yeah. Go over. Uh, be, be using a lot more data yeah. than they so actually... So if you're going to go on this and you know that you're not yeah. too great at this, get, get a young person to help you and right. show you how to turn your background out. And just before we head to break, I had a couple people that called and said, but I'm not going to use any data. Can't you get something cheaper than that? And I go kind of hard in this day and age not to use any data to live your life but okay if you are in that situation yes freedom has a hundred and twenty nine dollar plan so now we're talking ten dollars uh effectively ten dollars a month and that gives you unlimited canada-wide calling and texting and you can add a gig of data when you need it for fifteen dollars but you don't have to add any that's prepaid so that's, that's a compromise. So you come with no data, but if you are going on a trip and need some for your reservations and things like that, okay, 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. But think of that. The difference between 129 and 179, I would say better to get the 179 with the 12 gigs of data, and then you're just it's not worrying about it. But there we go. Okay, quick break. Back with more. Love to have you join us. Patrick Graham on the phone lines when we continue after News Update. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry. On CFAX 1070. Along with HN Rubini, president of the Victoria Mac and iOS user group and the owner operator of MacZen.ca, and as we just found out, also the owner? What's the. Yeah, owner and uh, study group leader, instructor of, of uh, uh, Kokodo Japanese Jiu Jitsu. That was the word I was yeah. missing. Okay, he was showing us pictures of what they wear in the, the movies they during the break there. Okay, a couple things here. Um, Gordon texted in. I switched my phone to Rogers from Shaw. My phone shows 5G on the top. Does that mean I'm getting 5G? I thought we were only supposed to get 4G. Shaw says very clearly that you will not get any 5G service, Mm -hmm. that you would only get 4G LTE, which in Canada is awesome, and the vast majority of, I think, 95% of people will be very, very happy with that. I just downgraded from 5G to LTE because how great it is. So, do you get the 5G symbol in the corner no. of yours? You did the Freedom Switch for yes, the US. That's right. Okay. No, I don't get the 5G. So, it says right on the writing on the Rogers contract, no 5G service. So, I'm guessing, mm. Gordon, what that means is I, 
I shouldn't guess, but I will go ask. But I'm guessing what that means, Eitan, is that they're on the fi- you're on the 5G tower, so it shows 5G, but it's throttled to only 400 megabytes per second, which would be pretty awesome. Yeah, and I think the the logic behind that, probably, uh, I'm thinking that that's logical because of how they manage yeah. uh, how you use your data. Use your data anyway. Most providers uh, that are giving you some kind of budget plan will say, "Okay, you've got this capacity up and, and this performance level yeah. up until you use through your data, and, and then, then we throttle it. We throttle it back to almost you know yeah. dial-up speeds practically." Yeah. Um, it's so, like imagine the water main that's underneath the street where you live. Yeah, they just turn they, the tap and, down. And, yeah, and they put a big screw on it and they tighten it down to the yeah. level you're paying. Exactly. And then if you change your mind, oh, we can loosen yeah. that screw and give you more. And that's. Oh, I'm guessing I will check yeah. because that's an important thing. It's more of an educated deduction than it is, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, because what Rogers did say was that later this summer, for people migrating from Shaw to them, they would have a 5G add-on mm-hmm. for a fee. And we wanted to know what the fee was, and did that break your five-year price guarantee? Probably, but they're being really honorable about this. I must say, didn't think this was going to go this well in terms of the offerings. I know, but you know what? They all eyes are on them. Yes, you know, they really do have to behave themselves. To the phone lines and Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Welcome to Tech Talk for Father's Day weekend. Oh, hi, uh, uh, Alan. I recognize that voice. Hello, and I can. And uh, Eileen is with me here. Hi, Eileen. Um, Hi, Alan. How's retirement? Uh, good. <laughs> awesome. I figured that that better be the answer. How can we help you guys? <laughs> so this is not a world-shattering problem, but it's bothered us. So Eileen is using a website called wordplays.com, and we both use it on 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 both of our iPads and both of our iPhones to solve uh, crossword puzzles. Oh, I've heard of that. Yes, I remember. That's an oldie but a goodie. It's been around for a long time. Yes, I brought it up on the screen here. Wordplays, P-L-A-Y-S dot com. Yes. Yeah, and so what's happening on her iPad only out of our four devices is that she puts in a clue and it gives her the answer and then she puts in another clue and it gives her an answer and up pops a small screen from our friends google saying congratulations you've been selected to win a prize yes so word plays you can tell by just looking at it patrick uh, the, the layout looks like a tan it looks like something from decades past it's running really old code. It's free. Right. They run ads. They get paid to keep the server going. I'm guessing that when you get that one, a prize one, that's not from Google. That's a scam. Yeah. And I'm guessing that their security is low and their site has been infected with Java. Uh, with a Java. That's entirely that's possible. Okay. Or there's an ad on there that is that is not being properly scrutinized. But why would this only happen on one out of four Apple devices? Uh, are they all the same age, vintage? Are they running the yep. same operating 16.5. systems? 16.5, yep. They're uh, all updated. 16.5, yep. Well, it may not be possible to show that ad on an iPhone because the screen is smaller. Um, when they do these attacks, 
They tend to target them. They also want to avoid detection. Eitan's going to try it on his iPhone. Well, and we'll I, I, see I'm as actually, well. I'm not going to try I'm, oh, I'm not sorry. going to do that. But what I am doing is I'm going into the settings yeah. app and I'm scrolling down to where it says Safari. Um, you may want to... I, uh, sorry, Eitan, sorry. Yeah. We're not using Safari. We're using Microsoft Edge. Oh, okay. Mm. okay. So try the same thing on the iPad on Safari. Try the same site there. We... A lot of people like the features of Edge mm-hmm. better, particularly with the Bing chat built in, but it's Safari is on Apple devices, has an extra level of security. So you may find that that is blocked there. The same way you wouldn't get this problem on your Windows computer because the Edge browser there is different from the Edge browser for iPhones and Android. Yeah, phones. What I wanted to suggest, though, yep. uh, Patrick, is that approaching this from... Uh, tech support perspective, I would put all of the devices side by side. Yeah, I would go into the Microsoft Edge settings, and I would see if there's any difference between uh, between the settings for security or privacy uh, on those individual devices, mm-hmm. and see if I can figure out wh- what's with the answer to your question. Yeah. Like, why is it happening on one but not on the other? Yeah, um, you the just you have to there. put them side by side. There's always a logical reason for these things. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what if you can find that commonality uh, and do that. But that would also be the other thing to do would be to try it on Safari. Yeah, and then you know that. And if that is the case, that because you can spend an hour playing detective here, and you may well find the answer. Mm-hmm. Or you may want to throw the device across the room. So if it gets to the frustration part, then and you can't find easily what the answer is. I would just try it on Safari for that one site and then go back to using Edge for everything else because I know you like having your bookmarks and passwords and everything all synced there. Good one. Yeah, but that is an oldie but a goodie. And when you see that kind of layout that looks like something from decades ago, it's just somebody that's probably doing this as a sort of a hobby and they use the ads to cover their costs right. of their server but yeah. it probably doesn't but have a lot of security. that's pretty much all it will cover, right? Is yeah. server costs and maintenance and upkeep. Um, when it comes to when it comes to security, a lot of these websites and companies they just don't have the resources yeah. to be able to stay on top of things. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Quick break. Back with more Graham and Don and Marilyn and Paul. Whoa, up next. Quarter to the hour on Tech Talk for Father's Day weekend of 2023. And back to the phone lines and Graham. Hi, Graham. Good morning to the Three Musketeers of Tech. How are you doing? Hi there. I recognize that voice. How are you doing? <laughs> Very good, uh, especially after my visit with Shurgan down at uh, Black Apple uh, late yesterday. Uh, had had that ongoing issue with not being able to hear from my in-phone speaker and having to go to the loudspeaker for communication for some period of time and uh, yeah we should tell people about this so graham has an iphone 11 and everything worked fine except when he had a phone call when he put it up to his ear the volume was grossly muted like down to like five percent but if he listened to a youtube video played a song no problem so he was being forced to use speakerphone on there so I suggested that he go through Apple support, and you had a nice phone chat with them, Graham. And what did they tell you the option was going to be? Well, I would have to ship it off. It would take a number of weeks, and it was going to cost uh, just under $600. And I'm not sure which denomination that was. but uh, Either way, that's, a, that's big bucks. Quite substantial. 
yeah. in, in time and cost. So we were so, looking at getting Graham a replacement phone, and I said, well, one of the things you should do is take it to Black Apple Cellular and see um, what they would buy it from you for, because they could then potentially fix it there. And I said, you can also ask them, can they find the problem and fix it? Because if Apple couldn't on diagnostic. So I mistakenly sent you to the Black Apple store on Broughton near Douglas, not realizing that they don't have enough staff to keep that store open, so it's not open right now. So which one did you end up going to? A quarter store just across from the uh, Fairways uh, shopping uh, area there. Okay. So basically, he did something similar to what I did. I, I inverted the phone with a little bit of uh, water on the toothbrush so not to have it uh, go in directly into the phone, but he uh, uh, used... Uh, maybe would have been a specific uh, liquid and yep. uh, brushed away the toothbrush and tap, 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 and did uh, a series of that. And uh, then we uh, called each other, and uh, suddenly a call. It uh, worked. So. Wow. <laughs> How yeah. much did he charge you to do that? Well, he, he, he wouldn't take anything, and I offered anything I could pick up, and he declined, so I'll, I'll just have to... Well, that's cool. Up, that's uh, why we love Black Apple. Mm-hmm. I would have bet again. I would not have thought because of the fact that it was working on things like music and YouTube, but not on phone calls. I would have not thought, Atan, that that was a physical hmm. thing. So, right. wow. so just I'm, a build up of uh, build up of yeah. time in there. I have no idea why why that would work. It's just when it's on speaker, it's loud enough to blast through it. Like it was just muting it enough that yeah. you couldn't hear it. Low wow! Volumes. I'm so happy. So wow. now you don't need to get a replacement <laughs> phone. Well, it's like being in a completely different world now, being able to put the actual device to the ear rather than having to go with loudspeaker, especially yeah. in areas where you're with large groups of people and uh, very difficult to uh, awesome the, uh, volume. Who was the name of the fellow that helped you at Black Apple on Quadra? Shergan. Shergan. Well, Shergan, the positive thoughts. It's nice, and the fact that you wouldn't take any money for it is really cool. Thanks for letting us know that, Graham. Well, uh, thank you for setting me on that trail, uh, Alan, and uh, certainly you came to a beneficial uh, yeah. And uh, Sorry, the trail was so long that we didn't get there a lot sooner. I just I didn't think that that was an option <laughs> that would have worked there. <laughs> okay, quick text here for you guys uh, from Greg. Atan, the Apple announcement last week did not mention an iMac 24-inch update. When do you think that model will be updated to the M2 or M3 chip? Uh, I suspect it'll probably be right after the back to school. Normally, they'll announce the IMAX uh, right after everybody's gone back to school. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything until like late uh, mid September, something okay. like that. Personally, uh, we're still waiting for uh, a larger format for the IMAX too. Uh, we're waiting for them to come out with something that's uh, bigger than a twenty-four yeah. inch. Another one here for you from somebody whose number ends in 0123. I'm going to be going to school for video production, which requires a lot of video, editing, and media, and rendering. Would you recommend a MacBook or a Windows-based laptop? I'm leaning towards a Mac Pro with the touchpad for reliability. And if so, either way, how much RAM storage should I get if using a MacBook? Two questions there. So, uh, Using a MacBook Pro... Uh if you consider this an investment for something in the future, uh, and this is the path that you're going down, then buy the maximum that you can for your budget. Um, I would say as far as storage goes, if you're doing video, definitely go with uh, two terabytes of storage at a minimum, and you want to be going with at least 32 gigabytes of RAM. Now, bear in mind, when, you're, when we're talking about the Apple Silicon, mm-hmm. uh, you're 
your RAM requirements are base. If your RAM requirements would traditionally be uh, like 64 gigabytes, you can go with a 32 gigabyte version. <coughs> mm -hmm. Mostly because the way, uh, because the storage is also very fast, it means that it can be leveraged to uh, to support the memory as well. So, okay, yeah, I think this is one of those cases where a Mac Pro. Given what you've the said MacBook there, Pro, a lot of yeah. video editing <coughs> and media and rendering, especially yep. rendering, this is where the new M2s absolutely steal everything yep. else. So the, my, the yep. order would be storage, RAM, and then CPU in terms of budget. And what kind of budget do you think he would, he, she, sorry, don't well, know? Uh, a traditional professional user uh, for a MacBook Pro should be spending anywhere between three and a half to $5,000. There you go. On that note, quick break. Come back. Uh, Don and Marilyn, you're up next. It's 10.52 on Saturday morning here in Victoria. If you're listening on Sunday afternoon, that would be 1.52 p.m. I don't know what time it is if you're listening on the podcast. It would be 2.52 in the afternoon in Halifax where Gary Beyer is. He was supposed to be home today, but guess who's dropped in to give us an update? Jesse Hickman. Jesse, welcome to Tech Talk. Thank you. So... You were supposed to be welcoming Gary home today, but... But, uh, yeah, he's uh, had his flight cancelled for a second time, unfortunately. Second time? No. <sighs> We've been updating Gary because after his heart attack and having his stent put in and all this, so he called in last week. So, so Jesse, you've been running the store, so <laughs> talking to him regularly by text? Yeah, we've been trying to keep in contact. Is he still sounding cranky? Yes. <laughs> Gary, after all. Yep, that's exactly, that's a good sign. <laughs> so, so he's feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sending your best wishes. Oh, that'd be frustrating getting your flight canceled twice. So, okay. Rebook. Don't get stressed at them. You have bigger fish. Yeah, right. Like, they need to there. raise his blood pressure anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, in his absence, you've been working away at Tesseract downtown. You're going to have a special on Monday? Yeah, uh, we have some uh, tiny PCs, basically ultra-small form factor uh, Lenovo's. Uh, they are the M710Q model, and uh, we'll have them available at uh, $325. They have a core i3 7th generation processor, yep. uh, 8 gigabytes of RAM. And, and you've put a new 240 gig SSD? Yeah, absolutely. Brand new. Um, and uh, they'll also be provided at that price with a, uh, a Wi-Fi adapter in them. That's important because yep. they don't come with, with Wi-Fi. They're designed to... And when we say tiny, we're not exaggerating. You've seen these. They're about that big, aren't they? Yeah, that works okay. really well on the radio. Uh, no smaller, no s <laughs> sorry, <laughs> smaller than that. I was going to say, no, I was, I was originally going to say a small pizza, but no, that's that's too big. They're, um, they're basically about five inches by five inches by about an inch and a half uh, tall. Okay, yeah. so take five. Learn from him. That's yeah, exactly. take four CD cases and First. stack them on top of each other. That's what we're talking. That's right. the entire yeah, computer. Basically, yeah. yeah. A lot of people look at these because um, I've I've bought them from you for people when you had others, and they go really because they're convinced when they see the size, Brian, that this is going to be. Bleh. I mean, most PCs are air. Like if yeah. you look at a big desktop TV, PC, there's not much of that. It's most, yeah. it's mostly space. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's lots of room for in there. We've had some where you can knit the sweater with the dust inside them. But yeah, yeah. these are these are really good. This is a seventh gen Intel Core i3, so this will this will be this will be a great for a location where space is tight. If somebody's downsizing and going into a condo or an apartment and they're just not going to have the room, you want the mm -hmm. big screen, especially if you're getting older and your vision's not so great. Yep. But then this little box just sits right behind it. Or uh, media stations. I've seen people use these to set up. Just plug this into your TV if it's got an yep. HDMI out. Yeah, absolutely. Run Windows on your TV. 
The only catch with these, Jesse, is you've only got five, right? That's correct. We have five at that price, yeah. Okay, so if you want one of those on Monday when Tesseract reopens, because Jesse needs a break for the weekend because he's running the place solo till Gary gets back and gets in health to do that. So Tesseract on Broughton, which is finally being repaved on Douglas, uh, just around the corner. It's in the Sussex complex. Finally got all the paving done. Yeah, and the parking's back. Yeah, and I was mentioning that um, Black Apple Cellular across uh, the street from you, which years ago used to be inside Tesseract, that they wrote a staff, but they permanently closed that location? Uh, as far as we're aware, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I know Mandeep was other locations. They've got a kiosk outside Walmart in Uptown. Uh, Isn't there one in Sydney, too? Don't think so. Mm-hmm. Langford? I know there was one in Langford. Yeah. And they used to have one at University Heights, but now that's now a construction yeah. site, so don't know where that one's gone. I, I'm ignorant. I will have to get a hold of Mandeep and invite him to come on and bring us an update, because that's a great little local company that's helped so many people there. Okay, thank you. Um, good to have you here, Jesse. Want to stay for a few minutes so you can get some questions on there? Sure. Um, so if you've got any questions about that special, while well, Jesse's here, while we're live on Saturday morning. One other special I should mention, the Epson EcoTank ET2850 all-in-one printer copier scanner, which comes with bottles of ink, good for literally two years of printing in the box. It's not a big saving, but it's a saving. 20 bucks uh, off $380 at London Drug Stores and online through the 20 second. You can order this online if you are not uh, in a position to get to a physical store. So there's that one there. And also, I was getting these for a couple people that are taking stuff traveling. Lexar and Kingston USB 3.1 jump drives from 7 to $40. That's a saving of up to $30, depending on the brand and the size, at London Drug Stores and online through June 22nd as well. Okay, Don, Marilyn, Paul, sorry, stay on the line if you would. I don't want to be brief with you, but we do have the news coming up there as well. I wanted to mention one. This is not a new one, A-Town. This is item number 18 in the show notes. If you've ever wished your iPhone or iPad had a trackpad so you can quickly move the cursor where you want it, mm-hmm. your wish is granted. Mm-hmm. I was helping a lady who's got arthritis, and she's also got a tremor, and her finger totally. keeps jumping, and she yeah, said, yeah. I'm going to throw it across the room. And I said, hold on. So all you do to get the trackpad on an iPhone or an iPad is... Press and hold on the spacebar. Yeah. And the keys will disappear. Yeah, the keys disappear, and you can can use it as a trackpad and position the cursor wherever you want. Up, down, left, right. Anywhere the keyboard's on the screen. doesn't matter whether you're in texts, emails, documents, whatsoever. One of my favorite tricks. Mm. There you go. Thank you. Okay, quick break. Back with the second half of Tech Talk for Father's Day weekend for 2023. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry. On CFAX 1070. This is the second half of our Father's Day weekend edition for 2023. Also, Fernfest weekend for those of you in the Fernwood area want to go there. Saturday morning, July. July? We're not there yet. June 17th, we are live. Sunday afternoon, the 18th, rebroadcast podcast at your convenience on any podcast platform of your choice. We, this weekend, there are now four of us. It's me, Alan Perry. Aitan Rubini. I'm Brian Pavlich, it's your Tech Talk producer. And we're visited upon by none other than Jesse Hickman, who is Gary's right hand and only hand right now at Tesseract Computers while Gary is on the mend after his heart attack in Halifax. Thanks for staying with us. Thanks for having me. You have an update. Gary is not stuck in Halifax. Yeah, uh, he's contacted us and let us know that he is, in fact, uh, on his way, basically. He's in Edmonton at the moment and will be back sometime today. 
and and in typical Gary style said ass hats <laughs> to, <the> air, <laughs> to the airline. So that's oh, the. Oh, I thought he was talking to us because we called him grumpy. No, I think. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't assume, but I'm guessing he was talking about the airline. Oh, no, I'm pretty, pretty sure it was us. <laughs> there we go. Also, an update: we were looking at Black Apple Cellular, and I will get a hold of Mandeep and invite him to come in and update us on this. But uh, location in Langford. Black Apple is now... Uh, yeah, they're... Uh, at least the last time I was out there, they were um, at the uh, the Plaza Strip Mall that used to have the Western Foods. Um, oh, Westbrook Plaza the, by the Dancing Fountain. Yeah, but right by the fountain now. Yeah. Uh, it's now a fairway instead of the Western Foods, but yeah, yeah it's in that little strip mall. Oh, 780 Goldstream. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, just down, yeah. the, just down the strip mall from our friends at Gizmos. Mm-hmm. There. Mm-hmm. So there you get the mobile phone there, and you get that one. Okay, good stuff. And University Heights obviously disappeared, but I will check with Mandeep and see if they're going to open a location in, in Gordon Head because there's lots of people out there. Eitan, for you, we were talking about how you can make the um, keypad on an iPhone or an iPad turn into a trackpad by holding down the space bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, texter ends in 4098. How do you get the keyboard back if you don't want the trackpad? Oh, it just as soon as you lift your finger off, it goes away. Yeah. Yep. So that's the key. When you hold your finger on the keypad and the keys disappear, don't lift your finger if you want to use it, because if you lift it, it goes back to the keys and you type the letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those simple does, things. Does that still work if you use swipe texting, because you hold your finger down while you're swiping? It's different. It's a, it's a press and hold. On the space bar. On the space bar to activate. Okay, yeah. so you wouldn't be, yeah. You don't ever need to hit the space bar when you're doing auto t- swiping because it fills in the spaces for you. Yeah. Okay. One other pod, just again, Don, Marilyn, and Paul, I promise we'll get to you just going through a whole bunch of little things that are key. We have some other bit of great news that's not in the show notes. I will add this. For a while, Shaw Mobile had a $55 a month plan that gave you Canada, U.S., and Mexico. And that was the only carrier that we could find for Canada uh, guys that had a Mexico offering. It disappeared, but if you are on that plan, so Don and Aaron, who have texted in, yes, happy to report that if you go to Rogers, they will move you over at the same $55 a month price, and you will get Canada via Rogers, you will get USA via AT&T, and you will get Mexico, I believe it's via Telcel, which is their their big provider down there. Either way, you are covered. And the fine print on the plans for the USA is 70% of your usage has to be on your home country, Canada. Yes. So as long as you're going down for no more than two, maybe three months, you're going to be fine. If you're a snowbirding and you're going six months at a time, they're going to start to get cranky when they see that everything is on Mexico for week after week after week after week, and they would reach out to you and say, hey... Okay. Yeah. Yep. So similar to what we were talking about the other week about the Freedom Mobile with the Canada US. Yes. They said something like twenty five percent was the max, I think, in the US. I tried yeah. to talk to support to clarify how they measure yeah. that. And I think it's more if they notice you're down there so often, then they can say, okay, we're going to apply this policy and we'll then yeah. adjust it. It's not like it checks every month. Yeah, so don't stream a whole lot of Netflix in the USA or Mexico would be the suggestion to get around that one there. Okay, one last one, back to the phone lines. This is from Marlene. Guys, see if anybody knows this one. She has an Amazon Fire tablet, two or three years old. Can the battery be changed? What would it cost? Or should I buy a new one instead? This is the 10-inch Amazon Fire tablet. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, it's a, I kind of don't touch those. 
Jesse, I know people come into Tesseract all the time asking about this, and in the past you sent them across the street. That too. is, in fact, what we would generally do, yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, we uh, we just don't work on uh, Android tablets. And they're so hard to get apart. Two to three years, Amazon Fire, I mean, they're not badly built. If it is an actual Amazon Fire brand, then I would, yeah, I would try Black Apple, and they will tell you um, some... You might have two different models, and one they're going to go, oh, yeah, not a problem. The other one they go, no. It depends on the physical constructions. It's like cars. Some are incredibly easy to take apart. Others, they really swear at them because they jam so much stuff into the intricacy of if that. If you so, guys want to see the uh, the instructions here for replacing it, it is not one. You need a spudger to remove the screen, and, you know, it's like yeah. changing your screen on your iPhone. I wouldn't recommend anybody... Unless they're super savvy, get into it. I've broken yep. iPhones doing it. Okay, but at least you can ask at Black Apple, and they'll tell you no, or they'll say okay. Oh yeah, Black Apple yeah. could do this. This is exactly the work they yeah, do. Yeah, but it's yeah. not something that you or I would do. No, I don't like to. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do it as somebody else that has insurance. I mean, the main problem with a lot of uh, a lot of devices these days is that they have the um, the screens actually adhesed, you know, like stuck to the actual. Yeah. Um, chassis of the, the machines. You yeah. actually have to use heat guns with very specific uh, heat settings to actually Yeah, because if you that, go too high, you're going to melt something. If you go too low, it's not going to come free. Yeah, yeah it's, so it's, it's not it's not amateur work. That's why I love and that's why they've let me in the back uh, to see Black Apple when they're working on some of these. And they're, they're pretty good. They have the little, uh, the little special eyeglasses with the magnifiers in there and these ultra tiny electronic tweezers. I go, God bless you. <laughs> Namaste. Carry on. Okay, back to the phone lines. Dawn, thank you for being so patient while we went through all this. How can we help? Hi, good morning, Alan and guys. Hello. Um, this is the example of uh, the test drives in the States. Yes. I go down and see my dad, and it's really important for me to have a U.S. phone number. Uh, so I've tried the Verizon, Visible, and Arlo. Uh, so oh, wow. for going to the States, I highly, highly recommend these test drives. They're absolutely brilliant, the best. Um, now you're Verizon the first person that tried the um, that tried the Visible, which is one of the which is one of the budget carriers. Yes, that's Verizon. Yeah, the lower and and that was almost better than Verizon because you could get a uh, a call and a text to the to Canada. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So they did include calling back to Canada. That's yeah. awesome and a text. And text. Yeah. Uh, so that one uh, program was only for two weeks. Yeah. And Verizon was, I believe, for three weeks or a month. Um, so definitely, if you're going to the states, that's the way to go. Um, I did. I was down for three weeks, so I used Visible for two weeks, and then I switched to Arlo. And you can r- remind people of all the texts that I sent you. Yes. Um, there, uh, I had problems. I went through one gig in a day, and so I got an email at seven twenty-seven saying I had twenty-five percent left. Yeah. Same email came in at seven twenty-seven that I had ten percent left when really I had, like, half of my gig. And we found out what that was because I had Don send me screenshots of this, and this is what you mentioned earlier, Eitan, for people that are going to be going traveling, if you're, or even not traveling, if you're on a limited data amount for whatever reason, you want to make sure you go into your background app refresh and turn off the things because we found that 800-something megabytes Mm -hmm. on uh, Safari... 
uh, had used up uh, on that there. So she, Don, you had some websites that were open that were refreshing constantly in the background. And then there was another 400, I think, I'm just doing this from memory, Don, I think like 380 megabytes from Facebook yeah. because it keeps updating in the background. Well, and I think also having, you have to have a relationship with the cellular settings in, in your settings app too, because that allows you to go in and not only see what you're using and what has been used, um, but it allows you to turn off cellular yeah. service for specific apps. So, for example, if you have iCloud Photo Library and you have um, photos turned on for cellular, well, every time you're going to take a picture, it's going to be uploading oh, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, things like that. I mean, there that one in particular is off by default, mm-hmm. um, but... Uh, it's worth going in and having an understanding of those settings. The big ones that are on are Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and they can really add up. Um, Don, the one question was about the the one when you went on Visible, which is Verizon's budget carrier. I've ad- I've updated the show notes under the travel tech tips to reflect what you said, calling back to Canada. Now, they give you three gigabytes of slow 3G data. How was that for when you were using that for stuff on the Internet? It was uh, a light speed, and uh, I have chatter here, and it was yep. better than chatter. Oh, so, that's good. Okay. And the only, uh, another complaint I had with Arlo, so when I had these concerns, I wrote them, and it took them five hours. And every time I wrote, yep. their their turnaround time was five hours. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I think that's something that we should probably stress to people that are going to use Aerolo. It's awesome and is really great rates and lets you keep your current phone number and yep. add a second one. But you you, you need a level of savviness uh, yes. there. And I should have stressed that to you, Don. That's me bad on that one. I should have said these are the things you need to check. So I'll update the the notes under the travel tech tips. There's a specific one that we have in there for using the Verizon one, but I'll put that in to the other ones as well. These are the other settings other than the cellular stuff, as Atan mentioned. Background app refresh yep. and um, making sure that you know which apps are allowed to access cellular because you need, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you've made a great tutorial of talking about moving FaceTime over, moving messages over, move, make sure everything is using the yeah, other plan. But I didn't think through, so that's a really good point, Don. So thank you for being our, our, our awesome guinea pig. Glad that worked out really well. Um, and the reason that Don was trying the different ones is because the Verizon one that we love the best, because Verizon is really great, it is 100 gigabytes of 5G, 4G data good for 30 days. So Don wouldn't have those issues with data usage on that one. But that's only good once every 12 months. So the the Mm. next time she went back down, then you can use the T-Mobile one, and then the next time, so she used Verizon, uh, Visible, and Cricket. So they're all there. So they're all listed in the show notes, and I will update the notes for the budget ones to reflect how to turn off, uh, which ones to turn off. So, Aitan, that's a really great suggestion as well. Okay, Marilyn and Paul, you're up next, and we continue on Tech Talk. 20 after the hour on Tech Talk with Alan and Aitan and Brian, and also Jesse staying with us from Tesseract while Gary wings his way back from Edmonton. Speaking of winging, uh, they've just announced WestJet is going to uh, merge Sunwing into WestJet, which they bought, as well as their budget carrier Swoop. So gone it's just all going to be WestJet. so brand consolidation a lot about that in the news there okay so see who wants to tackle this one from chris uh good morning everyone a special hello to mr buyer so glad he is on the mend with a capital so thank you chris 
I have a Galaxy S21 5G phone that I own outright. I have about a year left on my plan with Shaw. I also have Shaw Blue Curve at home. I'm really happy with everything, but with all the changes, here's the question. Should I use this opportunity to trade in the S21 for an S23 and stay on Rogers for a better deal? I can't switch to TELUS because their service doesn't work in my area. Really good question. Jesse, what do you think? Well, um, I mean, basically, you're probably a little bit more up to date with all of the uh, Shaw versus Rogers uh, plan yeah. information, but... Um, S21 versus S23? Um, there, it's not a world of difference. Uh, if, you're, if you're changing size of, like, you're going from an S21 uh, FE to uh, S23 Ultra or something like that, it's going to make a big difference. But if you're just looking at... Um, change for the sake of, of yep. getting the latest greatest. It's probably going to be more about the plan itself. Yeah. Now, so whatever plan you're on with Shaw, you will get when you go to Rogers with the exception of if you're on the you don't mention in your text what you've got for your plan there, but you want to get switched over there. Now, this is Father's Day weekend, so the carriers do have some specials on. TELUS and KUDO at London Drugs. If you I, And I put this into the show notes. I neglected to mention that, so I hope you read this through under the Tech Talk deals this weekend. A bonus $200 gift card plus hefty price reductions on iPhone 14, 14 Pro, and Samsung Galaxy S23 and S23 Ultra on new two-year contracts. But that's from TELUS. So that's great for many of you. That won't work for you, Chris. So this would be the opportunity to go down to Rogers and see what they will do, aside from you moving from Shaw, because then if you buy the phone ATAN through Rogers, they will give you a hefty reduction. Then you'll be locked in for price protection for two years. So I don't know what the reductions are. It's too much stuff to a little brain to keep track of. I didn't realize the carriers were still incentivizing phones. Yes, not as much as in the past, but they do it at select occasions. And uh, Ricky at London Drugs said Father's Day weekend is a really big one for them. It's a really big one. So that's why. So $200 bonus gift card on top of hefty price reductions. And again, that's theirs is with TELUS, but and that's just on this weekend. So again, don't wait. Don't. Don't procrastinate on that one. Okay. Marilyn's probably had a birthday while she's waiting. Thanks for being patient, Marilyn. Hi there. How can we help? Hi, Alan. Um, Al and I, when we got our iPhones, uh, we were on the pay $25 a month till it's paid off. Well, it's been paid off for a while. Yes. And what we did was we paid the $10 for data, which gave us the 90 days of data. That's right, one gigabyte, yep. Yeah. Now, do we qualify for the, um, the zero plan uh, for the... Uh, one gigabyte of um, yes, yes, you do. Because now we we do have some data, but it runs out on the twenty first. I would head in now while they're doing this five year thing because this is changing every week and it's not going to get any better than this. So yes, you will pay zero dollars per month for five years, and you will get one gig per month. Okay, so we're 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 looking at number three and not number four. We're not on the ten dollar a month. That's right. You're on the number three zero dollar buy gig buy it as you need it. Yep. Oh, okay. So perfect. So we go in. We get um, the the hot texting um, all across Canada. Yep. And it's not going to cost us anything for five years. That's right. Now that 
That's absolutely true, but they're going to try and give you incentives over the next months and years, Atan, to try and get you to come off that plan because they really don't want you to be paying nothing for five years. So you're absolutely fine, but if they offer you a box of bananas on the third month, understand that, oh, you change that. So, yeah. So that's yeah. it. You guys are pretty frugal. You're smart. Yeah. Please go through the Shaw Mobile Migration um, notes that I created in a separate tab there. And it goes through the things you need to bring, the front page of the bill, the photo ID, the credit card. I put all that in there, items 1 through 12, in a separate tab on the notes that says Shaw Mobile Migration. I'm actually looking at that right now. And actually, that is a good point. Like, because the um, when we were paying off the $600 phone... We it just automatically came off my MasterCard, and yes. then we would pay the ten dollars for Al's phone and for my phone for the ninety-day data. It all automatically came off of my MasterCard, so I've never had a physical bill. Okay, so you can just simply go to shawmobile.ca. Yeah. And log in. They'll send a text code to prove it's you. And then you just print the first page of the bill, which has your account number, your name, the phone numbers, and the zero, zero. And that's what they need. Perfect. Okay, very good. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Alan. But let me know how you make out. I will for sure. Thank Thanks. You. Happy Father's Day, Dal. Thanks. There you go. Yeah, that's key. One of the small little details in that, guys, is that when you're migrating from Shaw, there is a $50 account activation fee, but they will credit that back on the second or third bill. Oh, nice. And I've had a couple people that did this in the early days, and they did just get the credit back. Okay. It's because they're dramatically changing the accounting system as part of the merger. That's why it doesn't come back on the on the first bill. Okay. Manually, they have to do the bean counters <laughs> down there. There we go. Okay. Uh, let's see. Paul's been waiting patiently. Hi, Paul. You've got a question about an HP printer. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, many years ago, uh, before I was retired, I bought an HP uh, 7500 Office Jet Pro. And I was really happy with it for years and years and years until HP decided they would um, put expiry dates on the cartridges. So in this, at this time... I maybe print 10 to 20 pages a year. but those A year? Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I'm not doing... I'm, I'm, I'm retired, yep. and I'm, I'm not printing much. But when I do have to print, it's really important. So HP, I, I go to my printer, and, and the cartridges have expired, and they're full of ink. Yep. And the a set of cartridges costs $160. And here again, I so I bought them, did a little bit of printing, uh, and then they expired. Yeah, this is one of the reasons why you've heard us say probably on the show that we do not recommend you, you touch HP printers. Their business practices are just, I'll yeah. say it, immoral in my mind, it's the way terrible. they're doing stuff. So what you can do is simply just forward them to the print shop at Monk Office or Staples and get your printing done there rather than buying a replacement printer for 10, page, 10 to 12 pages um, a year, A-Town. That's, that's just not, not affordable. But that's one of the problems with HP printers. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's quite upsetting. 
Yeah. Really, at the end of the day. Uh, and it just goes to show why people are really getting into the eco tanks. Uh, those have been so popular, that yeah. deal that you were talking about today. Yeah. You know, but even so, you know, at $380 for that eco tank deal, uh, that you know, ten to twenty pages a year. <laughs> it's a pretty expensive page. You count. know, even if you even if you you know amortize yeah. that over two years, yeah. you know that's still expensive. Jesse, you and Gary used to have a little black and white laser yeah. printers. Yeah, basically for for people that still want to control their own printing and not necessarily have to go outside their own home for it, who aren't printing very often, who don't want to deal with their printer being all of a sudden not. Uh, you know, their inkjet being dried up or something yep. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just your standard uh, Lexmark or Brother type um, inexpensive, say around $200. They're usually, if you can find them on sale, they're yep. sometimes even less than that. You don't have any left at Tesseract? Uh, we do actually have a few oh. Lexmarks at the moment, yeah. And what? And they're 200 bucks, black and white? They are $200, yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, black and white uh, laser printer. And essentially, you could print something and come back to them four or five years later, and it might, uh, you know, like not very, it may not smell very good when you print something because there's some <laughs> dust in the. Yep. Uh, the laser but the, device, but there's no but, uh, ink to dry out. It's exactly. toner it'll, dust. It'll, it'll so great for snowbirds on do that totally. one. Okay, so there's another option for you, Paul, there. So either if you want to spend the extra money and replace it, and yeah, and tell your friends, this is why we say no HP. Their business practices are just not something I can ever recommend, which is sad because their hardware is otherwise not, not bad. Back after a news update. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Eitan Rubini from the Victoria Mac and iOS user group, Jesse Hickman staying with us. It's his first time here. He is at Tesseract Computers, normally the other hand of Gary Beyer, but Gary's on his way back from Edmonton, is going to recuperate a bit after having a very close call with a heart attack. And Brian Pavlicic, our technical producer and more. Homework videos didn't get a chance to mention here. There's some really cool things in there, but there's one in particular, the visual. Guys, you got to look up at the, at the screen and see this one. Well, Brian will just play the sound, but it's a preview of all the new types of craft you will be able to learn how to fly in the new version of Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024. This is going to be an update. You don't have to buy it. It's going to be a free update. You will be able to learn how to fly air ambulances, water bombers, skydiving planes, massive cargo jets, even gliders and air racing planes. So not just fun, Atan, but if you literally want to be a pilot and don't want to spend that massive amount of money learning to fly, you can start it off here. And this, then a lot of flight schools will go, whoa, okay, how did you learn this? Not bad, eh? Cool. Amazing visuals. Look at that. Wow. This is really the next generation, uh, Brian, <laughs> skipping it forward from just playing to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really simulates the controls, different controls for all these different planes. Yeah, if you want to be a crop duster, you can now learn how, because that's a completely different cool. way of flying a small plane. Well, hopefully mm. the uh, Vision Pro OS will have Microsoft yeah. Flight Simulator. Yeah. Right now it's on Xbox, but that's coming next year. They just wanted to give you a preview. Yeah, you know that massive thing they call, it, they call it the flying beluga that takes like space shuttles and things like that. This Uh-oh. massive plane where the front of the plane swings up. You can learn to fly that. Is it that one there that we just saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's the yeah, one yeah. there, the flying. It looks like a giant beluga. Well, yeah, oh, the, my goodness. they've built. That's uh, amazing stuff. So aside from a whole lot of fun, I just, that's really credit. So that's item 40 in the show notes. 41 is a behind-the-scenes look at how they shot the intense car chase scenes without CGI in Rome in the upcoming Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. 
Video 42 is Destin and his Smarter Everyday team figuring out how to record slow-mo video of a previously impossible shot. Two bullets smashing head-on into each other. Cool. Those guys are so good. Think of what it takes, Jesse, to get the camera, the high-speed cameras. But think of what the camera part is relatively easy. But how do you get the camera to be at the precise shot, spot where two bullets will meet head-on? Yeah. Um, how do you fire two bullets at the same time? Yeah. Like so the precision because how much they move in, in a fraction like a millisecond, you know, like yeah. is huge. Yeah, so. so how they did this, and that's the thing I like about the Destin and is smarter every day. They don't just show you the end product, they show you the trial and error and, and how they got there. And yeah. it's something that previously we would never have been able to see. And as I was gonna say, actually, uh, I'm not too surprised at who did that because that's an excellent YouTube channel. Yeah, Destin is, is yeah. great. Yeah. Um and the, the one uh Remember Microsoft's much-hated Clippy, the animated paperclip? Yeah, of course. Kevin Atterbury is the guy that created it. And uh, they did one uh, that's called The Big Story, and they did a little profile on him on how he created it and how, after everybody hated it, now it's part of a cult fiction. So check these all out. They're at the bottom of the show notes, shownotes.ca. Go down to the bottom. You'll also find a, a keyboard waffle picture down below that. And that anybody one. that's interested in Clippy and that sort of history, uh, there are some uh, histories of Microsoft Bob and related products. Yeah, because that's, that's, uh, that's what he created. They, I didn't know that they, he uh, created originated. it for Microsoft Bob, yep. which was a failure, but then they migrated it over to Office, and then, and then it lived on. It's a, really, it's a really fun video, but he tells you how he created Clippy and what's happened to it since then. There's also a superb segment on Tom Hanks and the one role he says he will never take on by 60 Minutes Australia which I love watching on YouTube. That's the great thing about YouTube. You find stuff that you wouldn't otherwise find anywhere. Anyway, thank you for everybody that sent me uh, those one. Um, now, we've got to go back to Dennis. Dennis on the phone lines. Hi, Dennis. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for waiting. How can we help? Oh, yes. Um, what it is is I've got, um, I've got an iMac, an older one, a 27-inch, and it's really good and I like it, but I know that I can't be using it much longer. Um, I'm looking at replacing it, and I don't know if I want to get another iMac, but I was also looking at the 27-inch um, uh, uh, studio display with an iMac Mini. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth yep. between the two. Uh, my first question I would be, if I were to get the iMac Mini, can I use my old iMac as just a display? I don't know if I can do that or not. And secondly, the, I guess the reason for going to the display would be hopefully it might last a little bit longer if I have to replace the Mini. Does this make sense? Yeah. Right. Yeah, your thinking is actually uh, 100% correct. Uh, so the iMac, there was a certain, there was a very small window of time where the iMacs uh, had this feature called target display mode which allowed you to be able to plug into uh, something like a Mac Mini and boot it up so that it was only available as a monitor. Uh, so it really depends on the model year. Uh, however, that being said, it was... Um, I always deterred people from uh, from actually having to do that because... Uh, so Brian is gesturing me towards a, <laughs> a, a, a website at the moment, which actually talks about which models were able to support target display mode. So if you want, you can look that up and see if your iMac actually matches against that. Yeah. Uh, but I would I highly recommend against it because it required you having a keyboard, 
and you actually had to use a keyboard shortcut in order to put the iMac into a target display. Mm, and yeah. it's at the end of the day, it's just fundamentally not worth having an obstacle like that in the way because it just becomes a point of failure and a, and a nuisance. Right. That being mm. said, uh, the studio displays uh, that I've installed for people have been very well received. They're pretty amazing units. Um, you get lots of great features with the studio displays. Uh, you've got a FaceTime camera built into it. Uh, not only that, uh, the, this is one of those 27-inch monitors that's actually got uh, a processor in it. It's got the same I th uh, A13 processor that the iPhone 8s had uh, built into the display because it has a feature called um, uh, has a feature called Stage Manager, which allows you to. Uh, center stage. Yes. Sorry, center, center stage. stage. Yes. Uh, which means that when you're on a FaceTime call, it automatically centers your face within the frame. So, however you're moving around, it keeps you focused in in place. Uh, and that also that has got a six speaker system built into it as well. So the the sound on these things are amazing. Yeah. And in answer to your second question, if you were to buy a Mac Mini. And one of these things, uh, it's very possible that the studio display will outlast the Mac Mini. Uh, but at the same time, too, I would suggest that uh, if you're buying a Mac Mini, you're getting the right amount of storage, you get putting like 16 gig of RAM into it, yeah. you're not going to have to replace this thing for 7 to 10 years, guaranteed. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, but it, really when you're buying a Mac, that's really what it boils down to. You have to buy uh, as the best that you can that your budget will allow um, because you can't upgrade the RAM, you can't upgrade yeah. the storage. Uh, and But if you do buy the right amount, it'll last you for a very, very long time. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Good luck in that one there. Okay, question for you, Jesse. Um, the tiny PCs that are on sale on Monday, uh, will they run Windows 11? They do have Windows 11 Pro installed, yes. If somebody wanted Windows 10? It is still possible for us to downgrade them, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and if somebody wanted a larger SSD, because they come with a 240-gig solid-state drive? Yeah, we have, um, we have 480s, 500s, uh, 1 terabytes available, uh, basically whatever anyone might yep. want. There's there's definitely an upgrade fee available. Uh, yep. What would it be? So 325 for the 240 gig? What would it be if they wanted a 500? Put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, probably 350. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. So if you're just tuning in, that's a really cool deal. But again, there are only five of these. When Tesseract reopens on Monday, is space is for a premium for you? These are awesome. These are literally, we were figuring it out, if you stack four CDs in their cases together, that's the entire size of the computer. Seventh gen Intel Core i3. These are Lenovo Tiny PCs, 8 gigs of RAM, and they have a Wi-Fi dongle if you don't have your router nearby, so you can do that. And then you just have to add a mouse, keyboard, and monitor. 325 bucks when Tesseract reopens on Monday. Yeah, and the uh, monitors that they support are both DisplayPort and VGA. There you go. Okay, so if you want, you get the high-quality digital using that special DisplayPort cable. Awesome. Okay, quick break. Back with more. 14 before the hour on the Father's Day weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2023. Any of you play Wordle? Yes, you I do. Read the New York Times? No. Happy to report that it's now free if you have a Greater Victoria Public Library card. I did Ooh. see that today. Yeah, this is, they're the first public library in BC to offer free access to the full range of digital products offered by the Times, the Wordle, Crosswords, and the entire newspaper online. So all you do is find the New York Times icon on the GVPL 
www.ghostbusters.ca homepage. I put a link to this into the show notes, item number 20. I know many of you are fiercely grabbing a pen and paper now, so it's item 20 in the show notes. You just go to the gvpl.ca homepage, click on the, it's right in the middle currently, middle center of the page. You click on the New York Times icon. You enter your library card number. Mm -hmm. Then you create a New York Times account using an email address and password, and they send you an email. You click on it, and you have free access courtesy of Greater Victoria Public Library. Yes. There you go. If you don't have a library card, go and get one. You have to be a resident of Greater Victoria. You have to that show sounds them, fun. Yeah. You have to show them ID that has an... Yeah, you just have to prove that you're either a renter or a, a homeowner yep. in Something. Greater Victoria. Yep. There you go. That is cool. That's that's a good use of, of technology in there as well. Fantastic. Um, one other thing a couple people have asked about here. We talked last week, Brian and I, about the robot vacuum that can go up and down stairs and clean them. Several of you inquired about that. Um, now there is a robot vacuum that can use super hot water to clean carpet stains it finds. Like 131 degree Fahrenheit water. It's called the D-Bot T20 Omni from EcoVax, $9.99 US dollars. Peter at Priority One sent in that one because he knows we like stuff like that. Speaking of uh, robot vacuums, Amazon is buying iRobot, the maker of Roomba, for 1.7 billion US. Amazing. The UK has said yes to allowing that deal. The US may still block it, so not a done deal yet. If that one there. And the other one in the news that doesn't affect us yet here in Canada, you may have heard on the news uh, in response to pressure from the Biden administration, Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, and Airbnb have all agreed to switch to all-in pricing. So you don't find the really good deal on the hotel, and then when you get through to book it, it shows you the six extra junk fees. Right. So they've agreed to switch to all that. Uh, the Canadian government is threatening to pass anti-junk free legislation of companies doing business here that don't make that switch. So right now, that's only in the U.S. effective this fall. I think the Trudeau government will now be emboldened by the fact that they made them do it in the U.S. And they'll probably say, okay, are you going to do it here too, or do we have to force you? And that will come out. So this stuff, this stuff does happen there. And the other one that I know you guys are going to rush out and book... Virgin Galactic says it will start commercial space flights at the end of the month. <laughs> so initially, there'll be one launch with paying passengers every month, but they hope to make the flights more frequently starting in the new year. Weren't they almost bankrupt six months ago? That was Virgin Orbit. They did uh, shut down. Right. Virgin Orbit for satellite launches shut down, but Virgin Galactic uh, putting you see. and me. Right. If you could afford it, would you go? Uh, for a trip like that, just suborbital and come back down? Just. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. I would if I could afford it. Jesse, would you go up into space if you could afford it? I'm not even the type that likes to fly very much, so I'd probably... <laughs> I mean, the thought of it is intriguing, but yeah. no, I'd, I'd, I'd stay on the on the ground. I'd go to a space hotel. Yeah, when yeah. they get that wall, they've yeah, already sure. talked about the Those plans. All play. Yeah, the Those plans all are, are out there. The it's all baby sure. steps. I would go in a heartbeat. I had the extreme honor of flying with the Snowbirds back in the 80s, and that was one of the highlights of my life. So, yep, sign me up. There we go. Brian's on the phone, so I can't get his answer. Quick break and back with our final segment after this. Welcome back to Tech Talk. Final few minutes here. One other thing I want to mention in the tech news there, and then we've got uh, one more video for you as well. Sir Paul McCartney says, Artificial intelligence has enabled the creation of one final Beatles song. Uh AI was used to extract John Lennon's voice from, get this, a 1978 demo cassette. 
and Jeff Ling, he of ELO, then worked with Paul and Ringo to finish the song. It's called Now and Then. Jesse, it'll be released this fall. That's going to be something. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Because you have some of the remastered ones where they used, uh, not AI, but they just used digital remastering yeah, to clean up the um, tracks. George Martin's son, Giles Martin, uh, worked with them to, uh, to use the Peter Jackson AI technology to, to clean yeah. it up. So stay tuned for this fall. Oh, one other thing, while we're talking music, um, Jared Halley uses just his voice to recreate Wham's classic, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. You put the boom boom into my heart You say my soul sky high when your loving starts I love Wham. Yeah, it's a great track, but to do it with only your voice. Yeah. And the video has got all 16 tracks of him on the screen, so you can see which how he's making each sound. It's yep. a really cool thing. There you go. That's item number 46 in the show notes. There we go. Okay. Uh, let's see. A uh, couple more questions here for you guys. We did the one about that. Mary says, just so you know, I love my HP LaserJet 3050. Had it for more than five years. The toner is $28 and lasts forever. Yeah, LaserJet and yep. five years older before HP uh, went to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> Bruce, does Shaw and Rogers have visual call waiting for iPhones? Yes. So visual call waiting means if you're on the phone talking to somebody and somebody else calls, you'll hear a beep, beep. And if you pull the phone away from your ear, it'll tell you who that second person is calling. And you can either have them join the conversation. You can put the other person on hold and talk to them. Right. You can hang up on the other person and talk to them. Or you can decline and send a voicemail. Yep. That, that's provide that one there. Okay. How do I stop? This is one for you, Aten, from CJ. How do I stop phone calls on my iPhone 11 from interrupting my videotaping of special events? Hmm. I went into the sound haptics to turn the sound off, but in the middle of videotaping, a spam call, no sound, disconnected my videotaping. Would, uh, airport, would airplane mode have worked? Airplane mode would have worked, but you may be relying on some other features. Uh, the yep. best thing to do is to use do not disturb mode. So go into the settings app, go to where it says focus, and you may even want to create a specific focus mode specifically designed for when you're doing these recordings. Yeah. And then you can go in and uh, basically specify that no one calls, no notifications, yeah. no sounds, nothing. Yes. The easiest uh, way through. to do it is just simply to ask Siri, hey, S, I'm saying S instead of her name, turn on do not disturb. Yes, you could do that. Yeah. And then that will, then, then you're in. covered. Then yeah. it, then it won't do that. Yeah, but Android's going to be basically the same too. If you want to uh, turn on it, do not disturb mode. It'll protect you against the same sort of stuff. Awesome. Yeah, that way th- it won't cancel your recording in the middle of the the ballet performance or something like that. Duh, 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 duh. Uh, okay, what else have we got here? A whole bunch of he's. Duh, 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 duh. So I'm going to reply to a bunch of you afterwards about this. Okay, from Anne. I received the email from Apple about my photo stream. How yes. would I know if I need to do anything? I have a MacBook Pro and an iPhone, but don't really understand what happens to my photos. I sure don't want to lose any. Thank you. So, photo stream. I've got a couple of these questions this week. Um, so, photo stream is a legacy service that Apple provided and predates iCloud Photo Library. Mm-hmm. So, this was a bucket of a thousand photos. Uh, that allowed you an opportunity to take a photo on your phone and then within a thousand a thousand photos time go to a Mac or go to your iPad and then uh, have them downloaded onto that. It 
didn't synchronize video. It was only for stills and only for JPEGs at that, not for RAW. Mm -hmm. uh, so for most people over the last uh, seven years, I suppose, um, if you've been using iCloud Photo Library, uh, your photo stream is obsolete anyway. So uh, I would say you probably don't need to worry about this anymore because I haven't come across a lot of people who are using PhotoStream. It's okay. just a service that's being discontinued. The lawyers just so said I would say they had to let them know. Worry about it. Yeah, just yeah. had to let them know about that one there. Cool. Awesome. A lot of other stuff we didn't get to in there, but it's all in the show notes. When new processing chips from Intel are released later this year, they'll come with new branding. They're dropping the little I before the core i3, i5, i7, and they're dropping the generation number, which will drive us all crazy, Jesse. So... Awesome. Thanks for coming to join us for the first time on behalf of Gary. Good to have you here. It was very nice to be here. Thanks. Fingers crossed, Gary, that you will make it back to the left coast uh, tonight. Hey, Tan, thank you as always. And yeah, thanks for sharing pleasure. your other passion about your sure. jiu-jitsu there yeah. as well. Thank you. We're going to leave you with Mr. Halley and his voice, and, and we'll send you off into Father's Day weekend with a little bit of wham here. It's a really cool video. Enjoy that. Brian, thanks as always for everything you're doing behind the scenes. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the rest of your Father's Day weekend. If you haven't, try and get down to Fernfest in the Fernwood Village as well. And so it goes. We'll go dance tomorrow night. It's cold out there, but it's warm in bed. Make